Hello everyone. This week's episode of We Wear Black will be talking about gender. Because if you didn't know, I identify as non-binary. We'll be discussing what that's like, gender dysphoria, and the discrimination I've faced. So if those topics are triggering to you, please listen with caution. I'd like to preface that I'm not an expert by any means. I don't speak for all non-binary people or the whole trans community. These are just my personal experiences. And if you'd like to learn more, I absolutely urge you to do some further research. Most of all, this is a safe and open space that I've created. All of the questions have been pre-approved by me, and this is just me speaking my honest truth about how I feel and the stuff I've been through for the first time publicly. Welcome to We Wear Black. I'm Sophie Kay here with Alex and Yasmin. And this week we are discussing the conversation that a lot of people find um, confusing and have questions about, and that's gender. So we've had loads of requests, haven't we, Yasmin, to people because people want to know your story about being non-binary. Yeah, so many people have. um, sent in questions and oh my god so many questions we've had hundreds of people not even just for this episode people message us at least every week now because i run the social media and i see it all at least every week now people will say oh can you do an episode on gender you talk about being non-binary and i'm like maybe one day i will rehash my trauma and that day is today i think we have to clear that up though because um i think hearing you say that is kind of heartbreaking but I want to make it clear that this is something you brought to us. This is something you wanted to do. <laughs> this isn't something... We're not forcing gone... it out of you. We're not forcing it out of you. Like, you wanted to They haven't to got a this. gun to my head, don't worry. <laughs> you wanted to open up this conversation. Um, and why is it that you wanted to open up this conversation if it is something that's traumatic for you? Um, I feel like, firstly, I want to level with cis people because I feel like there's just so much misunderstanding like so many cisgendered people just don't get it and then why would they get it like they've lived their whole life in binary they've only known about man woman and then just when you thought you'd grasped life fuck they thought of something else um and I I just want to have this open space to be honest and educate each other and I feel like there's a lot of hostility right now uh towards trans and non-binary people and well yeah to any kind of trans person where trans people don't really get to speak and they don't really get to talk and there's not really a space where we can all talk and share our feelings because we're only really perceived one way in the media and there's only kind of one perception about us and it's usually transphobic um but I just kind of want to have a space where people can ask me stuff and not feel afraid to ask me stuff and you know you can get it all out there that's good of you that is good of you because I think for a lot of cis people it was a little bit like um Okay, I got Facebook, and then I I understood Twitter, and then okay, I got used to Instagram finally, and then now TikTok's taken over. I'm like, I I'm really lost. I want to be on social media, but sometimes it's just all a bit new, and I'm starting to get a little bit too old to understand. And so it's really good of you to just lay it all out there and explain to some people who might feel a little bit lost, but do want to be allies, but aren't a hundred percent sure. Mm. what they're being an ally to if that makes sense 
Yeah, yeah, that and I feel like as well, it doesn't help that the only, like I said, the only portrayals in the media and in the mainstream are transphobic. They are from cis people who don't get it as well and cis yeah. people who don't like us. So um, I wouldn't, I would blame Shout people. out to you, JK Rowling. Yeah, babe. <laughs> yeah, babe. You can believe in, in so wizards popular. and witches, but you can't fucking believe in <laughs> trans people. That's too much for you. Oh. Um, can you believe that, though? She fucking made up a whole imaginary world. And she can't believe in me. Do you know what I feel like <laughs> happened with J.K. Rowling? Is I feel like, I feel like she. Have you ever have you ever told a lie? Yes. I've and told then, <laughs> and then someone questions you on it. So then you have to tell another lie, and another lie. It's and a web of lie. lies. Yeah, and she's just got caught in that shit real hard. I feel like J.K. Hard. Rowling just kept doubling down. Yeah. Like, because yeah. I don't, it doesn't sound like J.K. Rowling, I, I don't, I can't speak for it because I don't actually know, but it doesn't sound like she had such aggressive views when she first started because she was always really liberal, you know, very pro everybody being equal and stuff. And then she just went harder and harder and doubled down and doubled down until now she became like the most evil person <laughs> transphobia.com she was but oh I, I think God. it would surprise you the amount of liberal and leftist people who were transphobic like really, in really? labor in labor like the labor party yeah so many transphobes well they're not wow. fucking liberal are they most of them fucking kia uh-huh. stammer all right you might as well be tony blair which was an anagram for tory plan b no, it wasn't, because <gasps> I've just done that. That is not... <laughs> I, I was just thinking that. I was just trying thinking, to work it out no, in my pin, head. No, there's, he's an anagram for something that sounds like... Tony. I was like, T-O, where's the R? Wait, what, two? Is there a two in Tony? No, there's not. She's Wait, joking, she's joking, need, she's joking. She's joking. For Americans confused, out. those, uh, no, those were two politicians who were traitors to the state, in case you're confused. I um, can spell. I can spell. I promise. Breaking news, Sophie K cannot spell. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Wait, Tony Blair. Wait, it's not another two I'll, in it. You said two, and I, that's the bit that got me. It's like, Tony, is there a... Like, two? A, I said plan you said B. Two. Yeah, oh, see, I was looking for a two, not a plan B. That's where, where I was going Where the fuck did you get two from? Where did you get two from? <laughs> I thought you said... <laughs> Alex can... I'm, no, I'm can, illiterate, and I can't do You can taste math. numbers. Um, where the fuck did you get two from? <laughs> I thought, I don't know. I was trying where to find a number two in Tony Blair, <laughs> and I don't know why, and I was getting so confused. Two for Tony. No. Do you know what? Yeah. Before anyone starts to think that I was um, sticking up for J.K. Rowling, I am 100% not. But what I am saying is I think spaces like this are... Because imp- I've I've Googled a lot of stuff about gender. Mm. And I, I haven't... There's a, there's a few subjects that I don't know about and I've Googled them. Because people always go about Black Lives Matter. They go, well, just Google it. But the fact is, when you do Google it, there isn't always the accessible level of information that maybe when you're in a community, you expect there to be out there. Um, and I know people are going to go, I'll oh, read this book, read that book. But there's something about hearing somebody that you care about and you identify with talk on a subject. There's a point at which it becomes, okay, let's stop rehashing someone's trauma mm, yeah. and getting them to justify that this is a thing every time. Mm. But there's a point at which like open discussion I feel is important and I feel that goes across everything mm. from from gender to sexuality to race to everything I think but so some people what happens is people like your cis people who are like oh what do I think about this then they go on the fucking internet so they try and google it and then they get like, all the transphobes you, again, you're I mean. gonna get one and do you know what it's like being like I don't know I'm on one here but 
Have you ever sat down and watched, like I used to be vegan, so don't fucking come for me, vegans. But I was vegan for four years. And sometimes, a few times I've sat down to watch a film on Netflix and I thought I was watching a, a film on health and healthy and healthy food and how food affects the body. Mm. Fucking one hour in, I realised I'm watching vegan propaganda. And even when I was vegan, I was like, fuck this, this is propaganda and I'm not here for it. So I can imagine the transphobes do the same thing. Like, oh, yeah. come to me, you can trust I me. Do. Oh my God, those people are so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's the alt-right pipeline on YouTube. Like, You can watch one Minecraft video, get a like funny YouTuber that you like, and then you'll get a recommendation of SJW Freakout, yes. transphobes Aww. react. Like the, the pipeline on YouTube is astonishing. You can go from a giraffe video to a racist video quickly <laughs> mm, that's that's the scary thing is um i think I, I read somewhere recently that the the biggest problem is the way people are getting um what's the word being uh basically turn into domestic terrorists on youtube yeah. and yeah. how that's actually one of the biggest dangers yeah online right now mm-hmm. yeah no and as well it's uh for me it's the way um like opinion opinions it's the way things are like shaped as opinions and the way that people mm. like weaponize language online to say well you know it's my right to an opinion well your fucking opinion invalidates my right to exist so it's not really an opinion to say that other people shouldn't exist but um yeah. the right have a tendency to steal language from actual causes and say, oh, you're gaslighting me, oh, you're, you're, you're racist towards me because I'm white. And it's like, well, that doesn't work. Context matters. I know you've got a tiny little pea brain, but you've got to use it and understand that it doesn't always work for everything. Yep, yeah. yeah. yep, yep. And do you know what's mad, though? It's not even the right. And I feel like we've got into this weird situation now where we'll call it right and left for argument's sake. The right are going, okay, this isn't cool. We don't like these people, those people, those people. And the left are so aggressive in their argument. I am super socialist, so back the fuck off calling me centralist or anything. But the left gets so aggressive and actually virtue signalling. The yeah. right calling us virtue signalling is one of the things that they've got very, very correct because people on the left are bastards for doing that. Uh, but what's happened is... Anyway, I'm not going to go down that route. But I'm sure you can all agree, and this is this is an issue that's very relevant in the trans community. Um, and it goes for everything. Like it goes for all of us being people of color. The mm. reason that the left is so left uh, is so sorry virtue signaling is because it's people speaking on stuff that they don't understand. So it's white yes. people yeah. speaking on race. It's cis people speaking on being trans and being you know transgender or non-binary. Yeah. It's Oh my god! It's Shout out been... to the white woman who called us racist on Instagram. She hadn't seen our faces, <laughs> and she called us racist. She was like, Thanks, "You guys are racist white towards woman. black people." I was like, "Sophie is an <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen my skin, lady? Like, guys, we're so racist. Stop. Let's just stop being so racist. It's awful. We Bad. basically invented racism. We yeah, we yeah. oops oops. Well, that sums it up. That sums it up. The fact a white woman called us racist <laughs> is it just sums 
it all up and that's it, it wasn't even legitimate racism it was saying that we were racist because an analogy that we made could Spoke be used to also be racist yeah but the problem is you can't use analogies you can't like use one analogy for another analogy like life and, and gender and sex and race are all different things and complex issues and you can't just fucking cherry pick them like mm. that's not how life works babe do you know what i'm really um really grateful for yasmin in this episode is this is a subject that i don't fully understand mm. i i've read about it and i still don't fully understand and i would never have asked you to talk about this but i really appreciate you wanting to talk about this and educating people out there because it's not something we're going to keep rehashing and going yeah but really are you are you sure you're non-binary that's not the space we're creating right now we're creating a space full of love and um yeah but that's i think that's the great thing it's like i understand i absolutely understand why you know all trans people are fed up of of having to keep having this conversation like i get that frustration i'm tired of having to explain myself but and especially to cis people listening to this, don't think that this is a, a you know, a gateway to like going and harassing all of your non-binary friends. I mean, like, what's it like to be non-binary and treating them like a fucking science experiment or like a fucking animal at a zoo? Um, the great thing about this is it's a respectful place in my control with people I trust who I've set those boundaries with. So if you are wanting to be a good ally and understand your non-binary friends who are transgender friends, set those boundaries first and be respectful first and ask them what they're comfortable talking about and not talking about and you can have that conversation you haven't heard our questions yet your trust is about to go yeah <laughs> oh, no <laughs> time to go defeat some trans vibes <laughs> um, um yeah. do not worry jk rowling and i are not friends um <laughs> Oh Christ! Yeah, we're not friends. Um, okay, not so not yet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, we're like uh, this. Oh, oh, unless she offers me some of that money, no. but I'll be friends with anyone. Uh, no. Um, okay, so <laughs> For fuck's sake! I'd join the KKK if they paid me. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh my! I'm not Anything sure if I can for laugh money. Laugh. Oh, Anything God. for money. Bag of what's it? That'll do. That'll do. Money. Yeah. Um, a bag of what's it's to join the I KKK. You know what? At this point, I'm struggling. Me? I'm struggling. All that right? should be that advertising. We're so good that someone would join the KKK for us. Bag Free of what's it's. Yeah. I, I nearly joined the cadets. At, um, I thought at you were going to say the KKK. <laughs> I nearly joined the KKK not that the one same time. Let I nearly joined the cadets because they offered me a free pint. Really? That sounds, that sounds good. Yeah, they I were mean, like, free pint if you come on this bus and watch this presentation. I was like, yeah, Sounds sure. a bit creepy. Come on this bus. All right, let's <laughs> oh, go. Fucking hell. Nearly ended up in the fucking army. Um, right, okay. So we've had some questions sent through. We're not going to say anyone's names because um, we want to keep this anonymous. And there is no question that is was out of bounds as long as it wasn't hateful. I so, picked all of the questions, you mind you. So, like, mm-hmm. this is stuff that I'm comfortable with. They're not just like throw in. <laughs> what is your gender? Explain gender in five words. Go. Twenty seconds. So, first <laughs> question was sent through. I think this is a good place to start. Uh, this person said, "What does non-binary mean? I don't understand it." A sincere question. Thank you for being sincere. Um. So. I'm going to try and simplify this as much as possible because I could throw some terms at you, but non-binary is basically outside of the binary of gender. So you got man, you got woman, and then binary, like the non-binary, sorry, just means outside of that, right? So it's it's not man, it's not woman, it's outside of that. And something important to establish is 
gender and sex are different things. So your sex are your bits and bobs, whereas your gender is what's going on in your brain. It's how you identify, it's how you express yourself. So it doesn't matter what's going on inside your pants, you and your gender aren't related to that. Sometimes they are, you know, sometimes you have a vagina and you are you identify as female, but not always. Um, so non-binary basically means, you know, I, I'm not a man, I'm not a woman, I'm something else. And uh, still kind of figuring out what that is, but, you know, get there one day, maybe, hopefully, probably not, but oh well. <laughs> it's, it's such a hard... Um... Because it's so ingrained in society, I think it's a really difficult thing to understand for, because you just, you just get called, I've just been called she my whole life, Mm. and I've just never thought about it either which way. I'm like, okay, yeah, she, Um, in fact, I've been called he a lot as well, Um, (laughs) but that doesn't bother me either. It's just like, call me whatever, as long as it's not insulting. Um, So I think it's really hard for people to understand like people want to empathize but it's hard to understand because it is it is it a new no relatively so so, well in mainstream society yes but like the idea of like more than two genders and living outside the constructs of gender has always been a thing like in history you can go back and find like you know different i don't know different people in different like you know certain cultures that incorporated like 12 genders or 20 genders or didn't have gender or had people outside of gender i actually think in india right now uh it's called the hijra i could be saying that wrong please don't judge me brown people don't take away my brown card it's all that i've got um (laughs) that's uh legally considered now a third gender and it's trans and intersex people um who are in india uh well actually not just india in south asia and that's a thing now yeah that's been around since the first time it was mentioned i think was 400 bc that they mentioned the hijra and i think it's in the um karma sutra i think but um, i'm saying stuff that like non-indian people don't understand but the idea i know karma sutra yeah yeah i know that they got kinky back in the day (laughs) (laughs) yeah that that's always been a thing like the idea of having more than one gender is always or more than two genders i should say is, is always been a thing in history and different like cultures and stuff and if you really wanted to go and look back it's it's everywhere so has that been like for me i only heard of being non-binary like three four years ago so was there a turning point do you think i don't know say like on social media anything like that how did it come to let's say light to so many people even though it's been a thing for so long when did it really become known because i feel like now if you said non-binary to someone they'd get it people yeah, will know what it. you're talking about mm. but say five ten years ago if you said non-binary i don't know someone like i don't know my dad or my mum they'd be like what um so basically the lgbtq community got together in 2010 and thought right where can we go next let's be no i'm kidding that's not what happened it's not what happened we didn't just decide oh, i was listening really intently <laughs> yes i was so pleased like, oh it was a joke i'm so sorry <laughs> we didn't actually do that we've got other things on the homosexual agenda to get through first um <laughs> it's um i'd say it's kind of like so 10 years ago talking about homosexuality was a big deal and it was mm. like a huge thing online and pi- um bisexuality and pansexuality had always been a thing but it was way more popular and way more spoken about online 10 years ago and pansexuality became this thing that people understood so i think it's just in the past 10 20 years of 
more access to like you know being online social media around the world and Mm. more communities and places to harbor those communities like on twitter on tumblr on tiktok has made more people feel valid especially because on tiktok over the past year a lot of kids like a lot of young teens i should say um, but kids also have had the time away from school and seen other people you know coming out as non-binary and experimenting with their own gender and realizing actually i feel the same way or i feel something similar and have been less afraid to express that now they're not in school so it's you know having more communities and more spaces online and seeing more people out there being non-binary has made a lot of other people realize oh so this is a thing that i can do too and like this is how people feel cool i'm not crazy woo so yeah (laughs) i think my mum would have been non-binary really so my mum um I'm going to say she because I don't actually know and she always called herself she so uh, my mom my mum always had short like people always used to want her to get braids and and bleach and straighten her hair and all that and she used to refuse she used to have it in a really short style almost almost bald but for most of my life she dressed so androgynous so that's why she was hired as a model because she was so androgynous she dressed so androgynous and presented so androgynous that people called her sir and she liked that Oh, so I don't I'm... know if that was I don't know if she was not binary, but I know that she was like Android experimental yeah. with her with her gender gender expression yeah and there's that's a whole other conversation as well gender oh, expression it? and gender identity are different things so like I obviously look like a woman I've, I can't just take the tits off guys they don't just you know pop off like Lego I wish they did but um could you imagine that just like you stored them on the side just like, yeah, cups. <laughs> Don't tell men that we take them off when we go for a shower. What the fuck are they going to do then? Like, we don't even wash them. Oh, my God. Oh, they can hardly undo a bra. Do you think they'll be able to unclip <laughs> our tits? <laughs> Pick a tit up from off the side. They won't even notice it was there. Imagine if you could just throw your tit up and throw it at somebody. Just throw your whole tit. like. <laughs> just whoosh. What I'd do you rather be able to do that with my stomach. I wish I could just <laughs> unclip, unclip that for the it, day. It'd be like the, the slime that you get at Lush that you can just throw and it'd be really jiggly. That's what I imagine boobs would look like if you could take them off and throw them. Dry you see ice. the inside of boobs though as well. Like the inside of boobs, you watch them surgery. It just looks like um, <laughs> beans. <laughs> no. Like the inside of your boobs just look like baked beans. I couldn't eat beans for ages because I watched a surgery program by accident when I was like 12. And then the insides look like beans. So a lot of stuff to happened know. to you when Gross. you were 12. I'm starting to realise that that was <laughs> yeah, a really so fundamental age for you. Watching <laughs> porn, <laughs> watching surgery. Do you want to admit to anything else? Or I did electrocute my um, myself with my keyboard <laughs> extension because I wanted to fry my tongue. But that's another, that's another episode in <laughs> wow. itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to move on to the next oh, question okay. instead of it all next being question. about me because, you know, I've got, I've got enough. It's yeah. all about me. Well, about it. me. Okay. Oh, I was gonna say just to round off that point though, like God. I've got I've got boobs, but that doesn't mean I'm a woman. Just like mm-hmm. like we said, like sex and gender are different things. So just because I look and express as a woman doesn't mean that in my brain I'm a woman because I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> but go on. <laughs> so the next question was, mm. how did you know you're non-binary? I hope this is okay to ask. I was wondering about myself. How did I know I was non-binary? Well. uh so the non-binary fairy didn't come to me one day, bink me on the head and say, there you go, you're a binary now. Um, I wish it was that easy. <laughs> um, how did I know? I don't. I honestly don't really know. It's kind of just always been a thing. Like my parents used to call me a tomboy when I was younger and I never used to like looking like a woman, but I hated men's clothing. Like I hated looking like a man. When people would say, oh, you look like a dude, I hated that. But 
I didn't look like a girl either. Like I had really long greasy hair, but I wore like baggy polo shirts and jeans and like trainers. I looked really like, uh, I don't, I don't know what I look like. And I wore hoodies all the time. I didn't look like a man because I hated that because I had the long hair, but I didn't look like a woman and people didn't really know where to place me. And I was really happy with that. And then as I got older, I was kind of like, cool, all this girl boss, like feminism stuff that people were promoting. I didn't resonate with that. Like I was like, ew, that's ew, ew. And the more I thought about it, I was like, actually, I just don't resonate with any part of being a woman. And it was when we went into lockdown because I work all the time. I, I, I use my work as my escape. I had to actually sit there and be like, right. So those thoughts you've been having <laughs> pent up since you were five, let's unlock those while we've got the time. And slowly but surely I was like, hey, I might try she, they pronouns. And then when people started to call me she instead of they, it really pissed me off. And I was like, no, I don't like she. I don't like she now that I've tried they. Now I've dipped my toes into the they waters. Um, and then, yeah, I just kind of decided that from now on, call me they, them or die. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so with I've got a question. So with the pronouns, so you see people with she and they. Yeah. And there's also, is it them and they, they, them? Yeah, they, them, so, that's my one. Yeah, so with that, so you was she, they, is that right? And yeah, then yeah. you went to they, them. What what kind of happened to make you think, I'm going to be they, them now? Is it just the comfort of it? Is it like the, say, not transitional period, but you know what I mean? See if you're comfy and you're like, hey, I really like they, them. I'm now going to do that. It was when I got in an argument with someone on Twitter and they called me a stupid girl and I was like, I'm not a girl though. And that really pissed me off for a few days. I don't know why it was this. I was like, I'm not even a girl. I fucking hate the idea of being called a girl. And I sat there and I was like, fuck, I don't want to be a girl. I literally don't want to be a girl. Like, I just don't want to be a girl ever. And like before, I thought I was gender fluid, which is under the non-binary umbrella. Um, But I, I really solidly hated the idea of being a girl. Like, I hate it so fucking much no offense to women i love you i love you but Mm. the more i thought about it and the more people called me a girl online it really annoyed me and the moment i got freedom of they and i was like oh okay i can call myself they them i kind of there's no looking back i was like fuck it die see this is good to hear yasmin because i think um i don't know about you alex but i'm identifying like for me sometimes uh, i deepen my allyship when I can find the point of identification. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, I hate being called a girl. I had a guy who called me Miss once. He was oh. like, how are you doing, Miss? I deleted I him. I blocked him. I was Ugh. like, no, I'm sorry. Ugh. I'm sorry. And I don't identify with feminism until it's black feminism. I don't identify so, with brown feminism and you don't, either, though. You don't. So that, right, yeah, I no, and that's and that's And so hearing your story, I can understand what that kind of repulsion must feel like. Yeah. Because you're like... Ugh, don't call me that yeah I'm it's not, kind of like i don't know how to not describe a fucking girl yeah i'm not i'm not a girl i'm not it, to yeah. me it sounds so mean but it sounds like people are calling me a dog and i'm like i'm not a fucking dog <laughs> like, yeah bark bark bitch but um no yeah. it's it's the same way that if someone called you a man you know because you're very you both are very solidly cisgendered women if someone was like you look like a man you'd see that as an insult right yeah okay i just ca- do you know what happened to me i'll be completely honest with you oh I had a what are those those hats on that people go hunting in with the flappy ears? Oh, the um air, airplane or the pilot hats, whatever they're called. I know exactly what you mean. I know what they call the, the, the ones with the long ear, the ears. I know exactly um, what you mean. And I was I was wearing one of those and a big coat, 
I, and I always get called sir, but this was when someone did it to my face. This was the first time anyone had called me sir to my face. Normally it's from behind. Mm. Um, this person in the post office called me sir. Uh, they were, do you want, I thought something, I think I was buying stamps and they were like, do you want first class or second? And I went, first class, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did it. I don't I know why I did it. scotch and a martini. I was like, first class, please. Um, I don't know why I did it. Uh, so yeah, no, I hear what, I hear what you're saying. But I don't get offended being called sir. But see, I do. I just don't like either of it. And yeah. um, there's so much to get into, but it's like um, everybody's experience with non-binaryism is different. Like some people don't mind being called she um, and also they. Some people don't mind being called mm. he and also they. But I am so unbelievably at this point in time and it might change it might change because it does change over time yeah. you, you start off as one thing and you go into another thing life works it's fine um but right now i just am so solidly neither of them like i'm just not like i'm like a barbie doll like i look like a woman but there's nothing there so, so go on, <laughs> go on we're so, I was gonna, I was go gonna on. Ask, like i've been in situations where somebody has misgendered you mm. And I always do this kind of awkward reply where I go, <laughs> yes, they are fantastic. Like, yeah. they mm. are, as in trying to hint. Because I actually never know, especially on places like Twitter and things, whether I should publicly defend your honor. And I'm 100% here and I will do that. Yeah. But then yeah. I also don't want to, I don't want to do it in a way that then I become a bit of a Karen fighting for like yeah, i don't yeah. want to be that white woman that called us racist do you know what i mean yeah and so for you personally and i know you can't speak for other non-binary people's experience but for you personally do you want your friends to rally around or are you like no this is my fight i can speak for myself so i get why some non-binary and all trans people you know everyone under the trans umbrella yeah. um i understand why some of them are like that and i think that's totally valid if you have made this space very exclusive and very um not inclusive that's the wrong word. If you've made a space where you have directly said, I am this gender, please don't misgender me. And someone's gone out of their way to misgender you. I get that. But I think because I'm such a public figure, not to toot my own horn, because I'm famous. Um, <laughs> famous. I have 9,000 followers. <laughs> because I'm a journalist and people like, you know, find me on Twitter, there are going to be people who just see me and don't mean to. And also, I think this is um, something cis people don't consider. I'm not ready to come out to some people. I'm not. Like, I don't want some people knowing that my pronouns are they, them, if I see them in real life, especially because they, I know they're transphobic and I don't want to have that awkward conversation of explaining, mm. oh, well, well, yeah, so um, you know how you've always known that there's been two genders? Well, <laughs> let me tell you, there's non-binary and it's not even a third gender. It's just a whole whole heaping load of, of different things that's going on at once and it's too much to explain in this very awkward encounter we're having and I feel really uncomfortable but I like that I like when you correct yourself because if they don't get it they don't get it and they're never gonna get it but if they do get it they'll be like oh yeah they're cool do you get what I mean like people who get it get it and if they don't I don't I don't care <laughs> what do you mean you like when you correct yourself like as in somebody when you who... would say oh they no like say if someone said she to you and you replied but yeah. yeah I think they're great you know yeah. it's subtle it's not as it's not like how dare you commit this hate crime yeah. next time I see you I'm gonna shank you in the shank but... you in the <laughs> <laughs> open open your heart cavity up no and i get you know i get why some people are defensive because if they've created a specific space where they've said 
hey, these are my pronouns and people are outright disrespecting them. I absolutely get that. And I think that's fucking valid and roast those motherfuckers to the ground. But because I'm such a public person, it's inevitable that there's going to be someone who finds me on TikTok, on Twitter, and they're going to call me she because I have titties. Can't take them off. Can't just... There you go. Put them on the side for the day. Would you take them off? Oh my God, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't want to bind though because... trigger warning i used to have an eating disorder so it makes me feel really uh, about my body like i don't mm. like the idea of looking skinny again um so i don't want to bind but if i didn't have that i probably would because i don't want to look like a man but i don't want to look like a woman i just want to be an erythral being <laughs> so yeah sometimes i wear sports bras because i just don't want to be sexual yeah that's what oh. i do, do yeah. you ever, do you ever do that yeah, yeah i think yeah but that's a whole different side topic about what people with breasts have to go through and Tucking away the titties. (laughs) Yeah, having to like tuck away anything that looks slightly that can be seen by men as sexy. Sexy, yeah. To avoid the attention that you didn't want. Like everything's sexy now. Toes are sexy. Eyes are sexy. Not my feet. You ain't my feet feet. are grim. I am five foot eleven. My feet are size nine. If you're listening in America, I think that's a size thirteen. Like a twelve year old. (laughs) Or eleven or eleven something really big. Basically just one size bigger than they sell in um, a lady's shoe, just saying. Wow. Wait, and they're really d- skinny, so they're like a cake slice. <laughs> oh, I love cake slices. I'll, uh, whoa, are you going to fucking eat her feet? <laughs> Don't, because my feet, I cut I cut holes out of my feet with scissors because there's oh, loads of dry skin on them. Oh, yeah, no. What? Anyway. I've got trypt- trypt- tryptophobia. <gasps> okay, so the next question that was sent in is, um, this feels like, okay, I feel like someone took it. I don't know why, but I'm... I'm... Go on, <laughs> do it. Hate crime me. <laughs> <laughs> and you pretending to smoke, Sophie, because that was hysterical. <laughs> okay, so I understand, like, she, her, they, them, etc. But what does, like, she, they, he, they mean? Bro. Bro. What is gender, bro? Bro. Oh, it's some good shit, man. No, um, so what they're saying, okay, I kind of got it the second time I read it round. It was like, it was so out there. I felt like I was high when I was reading it. Um, <laughs> so they said, they understand she, her, they, them. But what is it when someone goes, she, they? Oh, it's kind of similar they. to what I asked, I guess, wasn't it? It's worth explaining what it means to be trans. So trans is the word and the Stonewall describes it as a trans is an umbrella to, to describe people whose gender is not the same as or does not sit comfortably with the sex they were assigned at birth. Trans people may describe themselves using more or one wide variety of terms, including but not limited to transgender or non-binary. Now, non-binary is under the trans umbrella. And within that, like you have to imagine non-binary isn't like a third gender because that's what I think people think it is because it's like you've had boy, you've had girl, and now there's this third thing. But people automatically assume, right, it's the third gender. It's not. It's just outside of gender, which can be anything, right? I like to imagine it like a pinwheel on Apple. You know, when you get the little spinny pinwheel when something's going wrong in life. Um, So there's some people who are very pink and there's some people who are very blue. And I'm kind of green. Not that your colour has anything to do with your gender. I'm just kind of green. And that's where I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm not blue. I'm not pink. I'm something else. Um, So when it comes to like different pronouns, it's really like wherever people are comfortable with their... I guess it, it, it's kind of what you said, but it's I don't want to insinuate that it's just a scale, because it's not, because like every non-binary person is different. Um, there's some people who are gender fluid, which means they kind of fluctuate between all of it. There's people who are agender, where they're just... They're, that, and that's me. Like, I don't, I'm don't, i not comfortable with any gender. I'm just not. I'm just not. But there's there's bi-gender as well, and it's it's both gender. Yeah, people that's... who have 
she they pronouns like sometimes it is because they are becoming more comfortable with something else but sometimes it's literally just because that's how they feel that's, uh, that's their boundary wanna, that's where they're yeah, at. Yeah, i don't exactly. want to take that away from them and say that they're just no. like you know fake non-binary people or fake cis yeah. people but that's just kind of where they are like i said it's it's just it's i would say it's a spectrum of of gender yeah it's a spectrum of gender um where some people are specifically in one place some people kind of fluctuate and some people they're there one day they're there another day so some people use she they pronouns or he they pronouns because some days they feel more he and sometimes they feel more they that was a really long way to explain it i just threw a bunch of information at you i'm sorry (laughs) no that does make make sense sense. so with like you mentioned being gender fluid so that is so people normally put gender fluid and non-binary people in the Mm. same box but gender fluid is that i know you mentioned the blue and the pink analogy if you're gender fluid does that mean you're like sometimes you're more blue sometimes you're more pink and then if you're non-binary like you said you're just like a green which just doesn't identify with either have i got that right no so gender fluid people can also be non-binary and they can just kind of fluctuate between everything and a non-binary person so there's different types of non-binary people like i said there's agender people who specifically fucking hate all gender me hey and then there's bi-gender people who identify with both and there's some people who are non-binary who don't really know they just kind of don't resonate with being a man they don't resonate with being a woman and they're just kind of there. Um, right. So, you know, there are some gender fluid non-binary people who, okay. you know, feel that type of way. Um, and then there's just some people who don't know. And that's, it's it's so, I feel like this might be overwhelming for people. It's so much to, to digest in one episode and explain in one episode and, mm. and basically explain the concept of gender, which is just really confusing. But, it's uh, pretty deep, man. It is. It's pretty, it's pretty goddamn deep. It's pretty... <laughs> so deep, man. So <laughs> Let, it's a, the, what I took from what you just said is that let's say men are white, women are black, mm-hmm. and then there's just grey in the middle, and there is a bazillion. I shades thought you were going to make gray. this a race thing. I was like, so no. you, you no, actually want that white woman? Not do this. Giving that white woman fuel, man. Yeah, getting those white women vibes. And then man. I start talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, no, <laughs> what I mean it's like in the, there's so many different shades of grey like an endless yeah. shade of grey and some people just aren't in the black category they aren't in the white category they're just in a grey category and it can change from day to day yeah and sometimes they can change from grey they can be a totally different thing like it's just so I think like I said because we and this is just my experience with the non-binary people disagree I'm sorry this is just how I feel non-binary isn't a third thing like it's not the you're either a man a woman or a non-binary because non-binary, like, we're not all the same. I don't feel the same as other non-binary people. There's probably some people who are non-binary listening to this going, I don't fucking think that. And that's fine, because it's it's just the outside. It's something else, right? And you don't always need to completely understand it. But as long as you can respect that, that's fucking great. We're good. We're Gucci. Let's go. <laughs> you know what I think needs to happen? And I think this needs to happen within gender. I think this needs to happen within race. I think this needs to happen within sexuality. Um, And I feel like each generation progresses things forward and forward. Mm -hmm. Like millennials made it so much easier to be gay in the Western world. It's still Mm -hmm. fucked in many, many countries. But millennials helped and and we worked together. And that that wasn't just some, like that came from allyship and people helping grow, right? Mm. Yeah. And... And then, but and I feel like Gen Z will progress things. And then, yeah. do you know what? There are things that you are saying today that the next generation are going to 
judge you for and you're gonna be like what are you fucking on about um and <laughs> back in my day <laughs> back in my day we were the leaders of all of this what do you yeah. mean um and i feel like with all of these topics especially with something this is like you are making it so much clearer but yeah. it is also fucking with my head mm. like i'm really i'm taking it on board but i'm really having to like think about things and digest things and and learn in a mm. way that yeah. at my age i haven't learned like this in ages and i feel like we all need to be less judgmental of what someone's saying mm-hmm. and more open to where someone's speaking from and whether they're open to things yeah. and i yeah. feel like one of the hardest things I, i'm not going to tell someone how they should experience their thing so i'm going to talk from race right because it's a thing i can talk about i think with black lives matter a lot of people who were very outspoken and spoke for everybody who's black on twitter and then shouted at people and called people this and called people that made it difficult for everyone who's black because mm. they were so aggressive in their argument yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and i just really hope that with this and with everything going forward that this kind of dialogue and openness can happen more because i yeah i think people it's confusing so people shut down that's what i, I think my point for this is something i find really interesting now so cis people are afraid of trans people transgender people non-binary people they're afraid of us like they're afraid to talk to us they're afraid to ask this they're afraid to call me so many people are afraid to call me stuff they're like can i can i call you a dude can i call you a bitch and i'm like bro we're all bitches <laughs> men women non-binary people we're all bitches um and i it, it upsets me in a way but i understand why there's a, this hostility right now because we're breaking in like we're breaking in we're finally coming into the mainstream people are understanding there's uncomfortable conversations everyone's feeling uncomfortable but we need to get through this uncomfortableness so we can get to a point where we just understand mm. like there needs to be the oh you know yeah. i didn't know about this and i didn't know about that and you say something that you shouldn't have said because you were ignorant and you understand someone tells you actually no that's an ignorant view and it's time to change that like you don't progress doesn't come from everybody holding hands and being nice you do need to have the really hard like this this is an uncomfortable conversation at times but we're having it and we're we're understanding gender um but if we didn't you know you wouldn't you wouldn't get it so i think as much as it's you know right now is quite hostile time we need that we need that discourse for us to kind of get further and understand right this is right and this is wrong kind of thing yeah and i think that's important we need more discourse and that's with everything as we look for more equality because i think one of the biggest problems at the moment is i think it's is um we've got to be careful how we speak to each other on social about these issues because i think what we're doing is making enemies and i don't mean just with um gender i've taken it further now like with everything Mm. yeah um and i think it's making enemies Mm. like i don't know I, i feel like the amount of I don't know, but that's a wider topic and I think a lot of people will disagree. If you guys disagree, let me know. Because... No, I think in a way, I think we touched on this earlier, people that don't experience what that group of people are experiencing feel the need to speak on it and I feel like when they speak on it on social media, they say it in such an attacking way, it's not helping, it's actually creating a divide, um, which is what I have personally seen on my own timeline. Again, it could be totally different, tell me to shut up, but what I'm seeing is people feel the need to just jump down other people's throats just for maybe not even understanding or asking a question. Um, And in turn, that makes them not want to learn. It actually turns them the other way. 
and they then don't learn. So then they don't want to ask questions openly on social media or in groups because they're scared of that backlash because a group of people that say aren't even trans or black spoke on something that they don't really know about. They were just thinking they're being allies and they're really doing something completely opposite. And Absolutely. it's not blaming either camp. No. Like it's not blaming either camp. All, all I think my point is, is that we need to be a little patient with each other's. Yeah. Like mm. we've had conversations. I've, I've misgendered you, yeah. Yasmin. It's okay. And, <laughs> and I think, but I think, I think the reason you can say it's okay is because you know I'm trying my best and you see my, my, my weird little, uh, as yeah, I try to get myself I feel awful. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It's fine. I'm like, oh, I meant, oh my God, I know, I know, I know. Like, no, I've said sorry too many times. Yeah. Now I'm making it an issue. No, I'm cool. Oh my God, yeah. how do I get out of this? And so, and I think, I think, um, I think as long as you, and you, I know that you're, you know that we're trying our best and I'd mm. be exactly the same with race. And I think the reason you say it's okay is because you know that any mistake we make isn't it's not like yeah. no not doing it to hurt you yeah, yeah. It's literally think... just a uh, my brain went dead and went <laughs> it just shut off for the night i think um i think the point you made was a really good one um and i just wanted to add that like again you know we're not trying to blame anybody but also like i think anger is completely warranted when it's people purposely misgendering you or purposely being 100%. racist to you fucking yes. go nuts go yeah. at them yeah um and i completely understand why you know uh people of color are fed up with talking about race why uh trans people are fed up with talking about gender why women are fed up with talking about sexism because it's obvious now like it's such a known thing like why do we have to explain why we should exist i think it's like alex said more when cis people or white people or like men speak on issues that don't concern them and this isn't me just blaming them when it's anybody who isn't part of a marginalized group speaks on behalf of that marginalized group without first listening to them you say things that you don't actually understand and you speak in a tone that isn't actually the correct tone and it fucks it up for all of us so instead just listen to us and elevate our voices and life would be a little bit easier <laughs> as someone that's done a lot of therapy what's therapy what I'm talking with yourself isn't oh therapy? my god i oh. love that song by all time love oh, <laughs> therapy what is that a book oh i've not read oh it <laughs> you guys need therapy um no i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a like a lesson to everyone listening it's all about boundaries like you just said black people are tired about talking about race are they though i was in a zoom call where Everyone was like, we shouldn't have to. Someone asked, where would I find out more? How do I educate myself? And everyone was like, we shouldn't have to answer that. Black people are tired of this. And I didn't get into it, but I was like, I'm not tired. I'm actually okay right now. Some days I'm tired. But today I've come on here to have this open chat. And so I'm open to talking to you about how to become a better ally. Because if I make one better ally, cool. I've made the world a better place. Mm. Um, and I think uh, that's the problem with social. People speak on a on a general terms so, so someone who cis might be like i definitely cannot do xyz otherwise i am i am transphobic yeah if i misgender yasmin once i am a transphobe it's fine to misgender me by the way if you don't mean to like i i need yeah. to just explicitly say this the amount of people who are like oh, i just called you a she like i do it sometimes and this is what people don't understand here's the real non-binary experience you want the uncut truth <laughs> i do it when i'm around people and i forget that oh my god like i don't have to keep my guard up because i keep my guard up to so many people i'm, I'm around so many transphobic people on a daily basis that i can't be mm. the they that i want to be i deserve to be that i can't be 
using my pronouns and like talking about what I'm talking about right now um so when I when I it feels like Hannah Montana I get to take off the wig and be my real person I forget sometimes (laughs) that I'm not Hannah Montana and I'm like fuck I don't have to yeah anyway so me not being a woman like I'll say it um because I haven't come out to some of my boyfriend's friends so I'm around them and I'm like yeah being a woman and then when we leave he's like but you're not a woman and I'm like I know I know that must be hard yeah that must be difficult though it's um it's fun I think no it's it's very traumatizing but I like to think about it like Hannah Montana because then it makes all the trauma seem fun I might ask a stupid question. I might have to edit Is it, what does my boyfriend call me in bed? Because we had this conversation. Oh, no, conversation. No, 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 but if you no, want to go no, there. Because no, no. we no. had this conversation. He was not. like, are you okay with me calling you a, a bitch in bed? And I was like, just no. don't call me partner. And he was like, oh, I'm going to call you howdy partner when we have sex. I was like, if you do that, I'm literally going to walk out the room. And then he did you it. You have to say he you ha, say you ha. He did this, he did this. He, no. he like started kissing my neck and went, yee-haw, partner. And I just pushed him off. I would rather be called howdy partner than bitch. You call me bitch, yeah. I'll, I'll knock you out. No, I was gonna say is is, is ask it. It's he, fine. Is he when you date somebody from under the trans umbrella? Mm. Do you then become part of the LGBTQ plus umbrella as well? If I know, I know a, a, a trans woman is a woman and a, a trans man is a man and all that kind of stuff, but... When you does, date someone who's non-binary who doesn't identify with gender and you're a straight man who who's I trick Yeah, that's yeah. an interesting yeah. question. Yeah. Well, I think it's really as simple as he's attracted to my bits and bobs. So I would say... Right. But then that doesn't... Because, you know, again, that doesn't really make you because somebody's bits and bobs doesn't define their... So that's a hard question, isn't it? Ah, oh, because he could say, well, that's, you know, I've still okay. got a fanny, but then my gender doesn't reflect that. Um, I don't know. It's quite a hard one. I think he's pretty open with that stuff. Like, he he's not attracted to men, but he's not not attracted to non-binary people. I think he's really open. I can't speak for him. He's probably listening to this right now. Like, what the fuck? Um, but mm. nothing really changed. Like, when I came out to him, he was like, cool. So do you want to go get some food? And I was like, yep, let's go get some food. Um... I don't know. I actually don't know. I haven't. We haven't had this conversation because it's never really been a thing. I don't think either of us like labels. That's the the no. quick and easy answer. He doesn't have a label. I don't have a label. He might meet a man one day that he thinks, you know what, Evan Peters, you're the man for me. Because um, I know Evan Peters is on his list of men that he might once get with one day. Um, but <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't. I actually don't know. I don't have an answer. I think that's part of it. Like when it comes to gender. And understanding gender, that's the whole journey. I don't have all the answers yet. Um, and right now, he's cool with it. I'm cool with it. Woo, party on. I can still have sex, so I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I should clarify earlier, I wasn't saying that my boyfriend is attracted to my bits and bobs, so that makes me a woman. It was just that he's. I have a fanny, so I guess that's all that matters to him and that's what he's attracted to. But not everybody is. And, you know, your gender and your genitalia aren't linked um, for everybody, just to clarify that. But um, I like to explain how I feel about my gender because someone, I'm pretty sure someone asked, do you ever feel like your soul is floating above your body? And for me, because everybody, every non-binary person has a different answer. For me, it's like when I look at myself in the mirror, I don't feel like I'm looking at myself. Like I don't see, I see somebody. And I think it's because I've built myself online to be this person and persona. Like I used to be a YouTuber and then I became a TikToker. And I see that as Yasmin Suman, the person who is popular online. That's not me though. Like that's a separate human being that exists online and like kind of 
performs online because people only view me in that way and I would be really scared to like be a bit more androgynous because I just don't know why I'm not comfortable with that online um but when I look at myself it's like I'm seeing somebody else like it's like someone else is driving the car and I'm in the passenger seat especially when I look at my body and I look at my boobs and stuff I'm like that's not me like that's not (laughs) that's not me um and I feel like someone else is driving the car and I'm just in the body like I'm not in my body I'm in someone else's body and it's a really weird fucking thing and I'm sure other non-binary people will be like yes yes someone else is driving the car they might crash it who knows um but yeah it's so weird it just doesn't feel like like I don't know I just look in the mirror and I'm like that's not me unless I'm wearing something that isn't masculine but feminine so the only time I'll wear baggy jeans a hoodie I'll put a beanie on so it covers my hair and I don't look like a man but I don't look like a woman and I'm like that's it that's it that is the spot that is the the itch that I've been trying to scratch for years and it just feels nice yeah (laughs) I'm really sorry that you don't feel like you can be accepted as that person online but you know what sitting back I'm I'm thinking yeah you're right oh my god the transphobic abuse I get is fucking ridiculous oh Oh, it's so bad it's so bad Mm. I see people on TikTok, like trans people on TikTok, sometimes posting the comments. And even though I know, like I know logically in my head that, of course, trans people get a lot of hate. And it still shocks me because it's not what I live with in my heart, if that makes sense. People say the same thing about racism. But anyway, it's it shocks me. You'd be surprised that, like, um, I've put myself on the non-binary hashtag a few times. Um, Mm. Like, when there's been trends, like, non-binary pride, and oh my god. Like, I'd say I get um, a transphobic message or, like, tweet a week now. A week. Ever since I... Especially when the show... Yeah. When the show came out, um, when this little podcast came out, I obviously was publicly non-binary then, like, on a public... That's a big thing for you. Yeah. Like, a really, really big thing for you. So, if not, I don't think you've been as not open with it like obviously you know you were open with the fact that you were non-binary but I think publicly with all the articles and stuff that was a big thing of why we're doing it so that must have been quite hard for you I didn't even think about that in a way yeah yeah, it's just dropped so it's just dropped for me like that must be really difficult as you said if you went out as non-binary so publicly you know to as you're saying to your boyfriend's friends to certain people that must have been quite triggering in a way for you because that fear as such if you wasn't ready to tell them or felt comfortable discussing being non-binary if they had any questions. I should say there's so many people who've reached out and said they love me and it's great seeing me being valid but it was uh it was weird I haven't really processed what happened in the first few weeks but so many horrible comments every week they don't mean anything anymore but man oh my god the first week we launched the show oh the fucking amount of people who were like because of the podcast yeah yeah because of uh, the fact that it was like on and this is no hate to metal hammer they didn't do this love them love everybody at metal hammer but that article went out and it went viral on facebook not viral but popular on facebook right like it was popping off in the metal community and so many people saw that who knew me in the metal community and were like oh fuck you snowflake fuck you you helicopter and i was like well i'll go fucking die but it's fine it's fine i know you guys are upset you look visibly upset it's fine because it was counteracted by a lot of people who said they loved me and they support me and it was really nice mm. and fun and i was like oh woo, gonna focus on that not the stupid fucking transphobes woo. <laughs> wow so you're getting double barrel because like yeah i know i get a lot of race hate so i'm imagining you're pretty much getting same even though that you're, and, you're a bit lighter yeah. than me like you probably get a lot of race hate 
Also, you sound like you're in a nightclub, by the way, with that car alarm going on. Yeah. I, I know. Kind of I don't, to I don't fucking, uh, I'm about uh, to scream uh, out the window and be like, who the fuck? It's still just a going. Bit of the old background noise to make it a bit more cheerful, I guess, isn't it? <laughs> There's another question that says, I'd love you to expand more on the issue with grouping NBs with women. I get told a lot by a lot of cis people that I need to include non-binary people when talking about female-related issues. And I'm just so unsure of how to make sure I'm being inclusive, but also not grouping people together. Um, so I'm not a woman. End of story. That's the simple, simple answer. I know a lot of people think that because I have tits, I am a woman. I think it's a hard thing to navigate because I had a lot of people, you know, reach out for International Women's Day uh, for Women's History Month and say, can you speak on being, you know, a woman? Because people do treat me like a woman in the music industry because I have tits. But... I don't want to speak on women's issues. So I think it's when you look at the wider picture, you know, I can definitely speak about discrimination I've faced, but I shouldn't be the first person you're coming to when it's like token diversity and like speaking on, oh, women's issues, this, that, because I'm not, I'm not the first. There's way more women in the industry who are women who identify as women, trans women who are out there saying I am a woman and I will be, you know, you will treat me as such who you should be going to first. I'm definitely, you know, open to speaking about how it is being treated with having tits. Um, but at the same time, I think it's, it's hard. It, it's situational. It's situational. Like, if you're if you're doing women in rock that we should celebrate, why the fuck would you include me? But if you're talking about discrimination in the industry, mm. yeah, I can speak on that yeah. because I have tits, because I'm brown, and because I'm a non-binary person. Um, but if you're directly... Because there's so many, so many people who didn't actually care and they just wanted a token diversity person reached out for women's history month and just wanted me because they were the first person they could think of who was brown and lgbt and a woman and i'm not even a woman and it was like okay no but there's other people you can speak to there's my two podcast hosts who are also exactly what you're looking for speak to them there's like i don't know it's it's hard because i don't want to speak over women that's that's my concern like i don't want to take that space from them and they deserve the space to speak about the issues that they go through without me going well i have tits so i understand because i don't because i i uh, ejected myself from that space when i came out as non-binary and that was something that like i i yeah i'm not directly a woman so why would you include me in certain conversations see i i hear what you're saying um, I, I don't want to trample over your point because this is obviously how the fuck, who the fuck am I to tell you how to live your life? But um, I would almost like to see it as women and non-binary day. Yeah. But like, yeah. I, I, I know this has becomes difficult, but like women and non-binary people who have breasts. But then you're reducing somebody to their genitalia and that's yeah, the struggle. And that's, but that's yeah. why we have that's why we have International Women's Day is yeah. because we are reduced to our genitalia. And oh. so it's not about being a woman, it's about the fact that a man who's in power looks at you and goes, I could rape that. I can not give mm. that a job. I cannot yeah. give that and we are that. We're not we're not there's nothing um it's nothing to do with being a woman. It's all to do with being to our, what's in between our legs and hanging off our chest yeah but then then trans women as well you gotta think that trans women don't have genitalia and this is the this is the sticky yeah. area that we're like well what do we but, what don't we trans women are, are women women right? but yeah. they have a they do have a different experience and in the same way that we have that now international women's day more and more people are openly saying international women's day for everyone 
Because mm. I mean, not a space is... to include non-binary people as well? Or is there, there... a non-binary day? Can I ask? Is there, there a non-binary be... people day? Maybe I that think... would solve something. I think not everything. There is a non-binary day. It's bad that I don't know this because um, I don't really care about days like you should celebrate non-binary mm, people all the yeah, time. Um, yeah. But I mean. The problem is, though, if you include them, so there's some non-binary people, like people who have she, they pronouns, who sometimes more gender fluid people who fluctuate between being a woman and being, you know, not a woman, um, who would want to be included in these conversations and would want to be included with International Women's Day and Women's History Month. And I think it's subjective depending on that person. So rather than go Mm. about it and think, I'm going to group all non-binary people into that, you should ask that specific person because my boundaries are pretty, like, set in stone. I'm agender. Like, I don't fuck with any genders. I don't. Um, But there's some non-binary people who are like, actually, I don't don't mind being called a woman. I don't mind talking Mm. about femininity. Um, So it's really to do with boundaries. But I think as well, like, there needs to be more non-binary visibility like we don't need to be put under a wing with somebody else we need our own space so we can talk about what it's like being you know a female assigned at birth who is non-binary or a male assigned at birth who's non-binary and like the differences that we go through and the disparities that we you know the different kinds of discrimination we face because of that and like what we can do to support you know different types of non-binary people in their situations like instead of grouping us under someone else there needs to be more visibility for us so i've got a quick question so does this then create have you seen a divide in non-binary people are there some non-binary people that want to be celebrated on international women's day yeah this so is a this that's is a i suppose the the kind of murky waters yeah. i guess because you've got this group of people that you know are non-binary mm. but then some of them are like actually hey i want to be celebrated as a woman on international women's day and then you've got some other people like hey no which like like you quite rightly you're you're non-binary you're not one or the other Mm. so that must be quite difficult for like you and your non-binary me and my non-binary friends yeah you you and your yeah you and the non-binaries um Um, must be quite difficult i suppose to have those conversations and how you can move forward from that we're kind of to be celebrated in your own right i guess we're kind of uh we're in the midst of this discussion now a lot of discourse online and i think mm. it's healthy discourse like we need to get this out so we can understand as angry and as crazy as it is right now um some non-binary i respect that though like i understand some non-binary people do want to be in that category because it's yeah. like i understand and i think it's understanding that it's not just one thing like non-binary is like everything and anything that you can you can possibly fathom right like mm. it's just outside the binary of gender so it can be anything right anything that a person feels is valid if that's how they feel um in most cases um but i think you know some people want to be in that category i think that's cool for them go them i don't though and as long as we can respect that that's we can come to that meet and i think we are slowly in the non-binary community coming to that mutual understanding that when you do have these conversations it's not all non-binary people are women it's some non-binary people don't mind going by she pronouns and they pronouns and whatnot um and it's understanding that not all non-binary people are the same we're not all in the same category and it's part of the wider problem of thinking that with a third gender that we all get grouped under the woman category like some some non-binary people don't mind being in that i do though um so like i said it's subjective it's subjective and we are having this discourse at the moment some non-binary people very against it some very for it i'm i don't like it for me but if other people are okay with that good for them (laughs) It must be quite difficult, though, because as, like, a a female or a male, there's none of this, okay, we're part of us are not going to celebrate this, and then some of us aren't going to celebrate that. Like, that must just be... Well, okay, so white feminism. That's how I think of it. 
like okay. not to not to describe because that sounds like an insult to, that's a good way to, to describe it though because then to, as soon as you've said that i've gone right okay yeah cool i get it i get it now. that sounds like an insult to she they people and it's not it's yeah. not but it's the only way that people of color can understand that's of certain yeah. feminism that yeah. supports certain people and is suited for certain people um good and bad but it's not that's a really bad example i guess <laughs> but it's the only way that you guys can understand that there's only yeah. certain things that suit certain people and some non-binary people they wanna they wanna be called woman, woman with an X. I really don't because the whole point of me being non binary is that I'm not a woman. I'm not. There's really a thing not. about that and the woman with a Y and a woman with an X, that was a another big debate, wasn't it? And a big discussion. Hundred percent, that makes sense. I think um the other thing I wanted to bring up is a topic that comes up a lot and I know a lot of um cis people would wanna talk about this and you posted about it the other day as well on our socials, um, which is what uh straight people think trans issues are and or what cis people think trans issues are and what trans yeah. issues actually are yeah um and i saw that and basically it was like trans issues actually are there's a shit ton on there obviously mm-hmm. um i mean it's it's awful mm-hmm. a lot of things a lot of trans people go through but i the one thing i did notice on the other one is there needs to be how do I word this? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How does Sophie oh, not horrible. get herself cancelled? Oh. But <laughs> I think there needs to be, with anyone, bringing up something, there needs to be a discourse. Mm-hmm. So, for example, when people are saying we need to learn about more history, more inclusive history in schools, mm-hmm. it's like, well, okay, why do these people not want it? Yeah. They're not instantly racist. Let's find out first why they don't want it. Um, and I think toilets is an issue that comes up a lot. And that's the thing that's talked about most. And that's what most people think of when they think of non-binary. Mm-hmm. They think of um, the, the toilet. toilet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the whole toilet debate. And I think that's a really tricky subject. And some people might... I, my my one of my best mates um, <laughs> said I was transphobic for saying this. Um, I don't want genderless toilets. I don't want to be in a toilet space with cis males because I've I've had my drink, drink spiked twice, mm. um, and I don't want to put myself in that level of danger with cis males. But I am one hundred percent here for the issues of non-binary people. And that's why I do think there almost needs to be a mentality of a third gender in that sense. Like, because I went to a restaurant the other day and it had men's toilets, women's toilets, men or women's toilets. And yeah. it was like, it had like a not like men and women on the thing. So it just basically meant whoever. Yeah. Yeah. I think, because um, I don't want to say this and invalidate how women feel, because I do think there is this this issue of cis men being predators and, you know, manipulating their power and manipulating spaces where non-binary and trans people can finally feel comfortable going to the toilet and using that. Because, you know, there's no, I have no issue, and I'm sure Sophie and Alex, you have no issue with trans and non-binary people using toilets. That's not what we're saying. It's more that cis men will manipulate our spaces to hurt, you know, women. And I don't ever want to invalidate that because it's, it's true in, in cis men... Some cis men, especially the ones who fucking comment on our Instagram, definitely think that. Because if you haven't seen, we get the we get the oh, ones. Yeah. Hey, I don't think cis men are gonna. Like, I don't think cis men are gonna dress up as women. No, and no, go that's into not it. They toilets. are just gonna. They are just it. gonna abuse their power and just. Yeah, I think it's yeah. more of an abuse of power thing. 
but like, and um, this isn't just this is a lot of cis men like yeah the the amount of women i know who have been raped in toilets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. versus any other group there are so many women i know who have been raped in toilets but and then, that's terrifying mm-hmm. yeah and I, again, I don't want to invalidate that because it's true. No. Um, but I think that's a problem with men, not a problem with trans and non-binary that people. That is and exactly, 100% it's 100%? a problem with men. 100%? Yeah. 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 How say do we is, find the middle? Yeah. So my uni, and I thought this was fucking brilliant, my uni yeah. had toilets that were like changing rooms. So the actual, so you'd go in, right, and there were doors, mm. and you just went into the door, and it was a toilet, a sink, and a, a like hand dryer thing, and it was yeah. just yours, and nobody else yeah. could go in there, and nobody yeah. else could hurt you. Yes. You could lock the door behind you that's it it's just the design of it like i think if you had more stuff like that because you nothing could happen there without you being able to lock the door behind you like no one else could come in the toilet it was too small for two people to be in there it was a one person toilet i feel Mm, like if that was a a thing that would be cool but most like i think about it like this to people who don't like and this is not it's not that you're saying this i'm just sure there's some people listening well i don't trust these genderless toilets if you use disabled toilets You've used a genderless toilet. Congratulations. So if they were more like that, like it was one person per toilet rather than a communal thing, I think like that would be Like portaloos, basically. But, like but that's, a lot of the time, that's not, what's being, that's not what's being read by people who are trying to make these toilets. What's being read into, and I've seen it, I've been, in venue, I've been into bars with it before, where it's just a space where everyone uses this open plan space. And, and that is... I think, yes, it's a problem with men. Mm-hmm. But I think by saying, well, that's that's not our issue as, as trans people. It brushes, I think it, that off, yeah. it, brushes mm-hmm. it off and what women's experiences are. And I think mm. to go, well, my rights matter more than your rights. It's horrible, is actually isn't it? A it's really, really horrible. It's yeah. a bad position to take. And I feel like we need to come to... I think this is a space, and this is what I was trying to talk about earlier, where I feel that women non-binary people trans people all need to sit down in a room and stop everybody who isn't a cisgendered man (laughs) come on down everyone needs to stop fucking posting on social about where they stand and hating on everybody else because i feel like people are doubling down on their views and i think it's dangerous because if you said to any woman you're going to have a cubicle all to yourself and it's going to be safe they'd go cool yeah sure yeah like they're not no i don't think any woman is against the idea of making toilets gender neutral mm. it's the idea of it, sharing the space with cis males who can spike your drink and take advantage it's the security it's not the people it's not it is what well, you're scared of a man raping you and i should say we we're not trying to solve it though i'm pretty sure people are listening like oh you've got no, no. one opinion no, no, no we don't we don't have an opinion on it like oh, we're no. just kind of discoursing right now but um yeah, I mean, I'm ha- I'm happy to to join with the non-binary gang in the toilet, but um, I still use women's toilets though because I think people see me as a woman, but it doesn't mean that I'm a yeah. woman. And I'll use gender-neutral toilets when when we can. Like I um, <laughs> look back at like the fact that there was a women's toilet at university, and I only used the gender-neutral one because I felt more comfortable there, and I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, but like more toilets like that, like honestly, more toilets like that would solve a lot of problems because it's just a separate portal. Like that's the. It's just its own thing, its own vibes. You can shit in peace and no one's going to bother you or hear you because it's just your own separate thing. Why um, has no one had this conversation? They must have. It must but why, be somewhere. Why does it always seem to be the extreme? 
Because people will call you a transphobe, but I'm not calling you a transphobe. That's the That's it. And that, but yeah. then there are legitimate. This is the problem, though. Yeah. Transphobes weaponize this argument. Like we are having a conversation between the two of us. Yeah. And I know you're not a transphobe, and I know you don't hate me. But there yeah. are actual transphobes who Sometimes. use this argument. Oh well, okay. <laughs> Fucking. Do you want to get cancelled, Sophie? <laughs> Sophie K is a trans. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> don't even put that into the universe. My God, Jasmine. <laughs> She's a racist. I'm a racist. She hates yeah. non-binary. Yeah. but um a racist it... transphobe so <laughs> and you oh, hate wait. animals <laughs> pet is pete is already on your ass already yeah. on your ass for what you've put in sea the life center and now this for god's and sake yeah, i still prefer all of those words to mum. so that's okay <laughs> um. but the, the truth to what we were talking about is that um transphobes weaponize arguments like legitimate arguments and legitimate yes. conversations and people mm. who are ignorant weaponize these these legitimate conversations and discourses that need to happen and make it so no one can actually talk about it that's the the yeah. like truth it's that people are scared to ask questions about being non-binary because so many stupid transphobes have asked dumb transphobic questions but, on purpose and they weren't that, questions to try and find out or learn no, no it was questions to be statements. like so mm-hmm. if you're if you're non-binary what does your fanny look like did you did you mash up your fanny are oh, you still a woman you're still a woman anyway and it's like oh fuck off you they, they do it for hatred they do it to prove a point have you ever had an argument with someone where that you're you're arguing or you're debating or just having a conversation and you, you're talking and whilst you're talking you can see their lips move and they're going to because they're as they're not listening to what you're saying they're forming what they want to say yeah. in response yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, and i yeah. feel like that's the difference between the conversation we've just had like i genuinely want to learn and find out more yeah, and I think as well, the, like I said, this is the reason I wanted to do this episode because I'm sure I really don't want people to listen to this and think that you're a transphobe and Alex is a transphobe and you were asking me transphobic <laughs> questions and I'm just the, the monkey in the zoo and you just poke at me and I don't want someone on Twitter to be like, um, so here's 21 reasons why the show is transphobic and this episode is disgusting and you should all be cancelled because I created this space as a non-binary person to ask these questions and have these uncomfortable conversations because mm. someone's going to have them, but... Going into it, none of us had transphobic intentions. You don't no. hate trans people. You don't hate trans people. I don't. I mean, I hate myself, but not because <laughs> oh, I'm not binary. Um, but it's it's shit because, like, actual like transphobes, racists, homophobes, sexists has weaponized conversations and weaponized mm. our language that now yeah. men are scared to ask women stuff. Now, like, straight people are scared to ask um, gay people and lesbian people and you know the LGBTQ community ask them stuff people are scared to ask us stuff on our race right that's something we can all relate to white people are scared of us and it's because so many racist people have weaponized that to be like you're a racist and you're a racist and you're a racist that nobody nobody wants to be called a racist so they're too yeah. scared yeah. they're too scared it sucks it really sucks so I, I honestly wouldn't mind like i don't mind answering questions about being non-binary i don't that's cool go ahead <laughs> my neighbor who um who lives downstairs, he once said to me that most comments, you've got to decide when you listen to what someone said, has it come from a place of ignorance or has it come from a place of hatred? Mm. Yeah. And once you look at that, because I'm ignorant and it's, it's, why would I be any other way? Yeah. Like there's only so, like I have to, as long as you're learning, you're only ignorant until you learn. I mean, you're only. Oh, now I've got the loud truck. You're only. No, that's um... me. That's my doorbell. Oh, is it you? Yeah. 
Um, everyone's ignorant until they learn. It's the police. It's the transphobic police coming for Sophie. They're coming for <laughs> Sophie. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Yeah. But I was going to say, you know, as well, online, so, we said this, there's so many people yelling. And as well, there's so much yeah. understood hostility. Like, yeah. I completely... I want to say this, and with my whole heart, I understand why trans people are fucking angry. I'm fucking yeah. angry with you. I'm so fucking upset. I'm upset as a brown person. I'm upset as like uh, a generally queer person. I'm fucking angry, man. We should I'm all be angry. I'm angry with you too. Yeah. When I'm not yeah. fucking angry. And I get that. I get mm. why we're fucking angry. But it's people from our, who aren't from our community speaking on behalf of us and directing that anger yeah. in places that they don't understand that causes a lot of the discourse too. Yeah. Like we need to... We need to sit down. And anger, people treat anger with hostility. Anger is just an emotion, man. Like, uh, it just means I'm fucking fed up, but it doesn't mean I'm going to kill you. Um, And you should take my anger as a reason to learn, you know? Direct anger at the people that are doing wrong, not at the people that are trying to learn, I think. If Mm. you've listened to this entire podcast for an hour or whatever it is, and you've got to the end and you've made notes just so you can direct anger and hate at us... (laughs) It's then time to look at yourself and what you're putting out, whether you are whatever community you fit in. Are you creating Mm -hmm. hatred to the people you're trying to protect? Sometimes you've got to pick your battles. Sometimes Mm. you've got to pick your battles. It's not always like... I think we can all speak about this, and this is a bit of a tangent. Being people of colour, I don't care if you said the word, I don't know, packy, when you were 11, right? That does not... That made me me so uncomfortable just hearing that. (laughs) I know. Yeah, I don't like saying it either. Yeah. Don't like saying that slur. But people use it towards me because I am half yeah. South Asian. I do look like a South Asian person, and they'll scream it at me on the street. I don't care if you said that ten years ago when you were eleven. I care if you, as an adult, are saying it in twenty twenty one. Like we've got to pick our battles. Some yeah. of it just is not worth is not worth the fucking hassle, and it creates more discourse than it does good. Mm-hmm. And this is why we need to do an episode on cancel culture because I think we all agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in that sense, if someone did something ten years ago. It was a different time. You can't hate somebody. It depends how severe what they were doing is. Yeah. If they're Jeffree Star, they can get in the fucking bin. Yeah, if they murdered children, then yes, we still hate them. Jimmy Fallon in yeah. the bin. Ralph Harris still in there with the bin. Jeffree Star but you was know, still like... a shitty person, though. That's the thing. He was yeah. still a shitty person. There was still no shit. room for growth. And Jimmy Savile can die. There's no, there's no room for growth. But there are some people who have made faux pas that were said on telly yeah and agreed. we didn't have the representation like i'm probably mo- most of my um friends throughout for some reason have always been gay women i just get on really obviously just get on well with gay women um maybe that has part to do with the fact that i watched buffy the vampire slayer as a kid you know and i saw and it was just normalized that yeah. oh willow my favorite character <laughs> i loved going willow down. that's my favorite character oh, she's, she's giving oral sex to um <laughs> sex. dawn is it dawn wasn't it no yeah. it wasn't it dawn? dawn no dawn didn't they have sister se- no i know no. But didn't they have sex it was tara it was tara willow went down on tara oh blimey god i was so and they were in love they were so in love mm. I and love it was... that we can talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer in such a serious episode. Like it's just <laughs> who a... went down on whom? No, Grace, I was her sister. What? <laughs> oh dear. no! It was just. It was just so. It was so. I can't remember what my point was. Guys, about being friends with gay people. Yeah, for, that wasn't with... my point. I wasn't saying I have black friends. <laughs> you were saying like a, I have, saying gay, you have friends. gay friends. It's okay. I'm not transphobic. I, I have a non-binary friend, guys. I'm I not transphobic. Friend. I'm not transphobic. Oh no, God. I think my point was is that 
your exposure that you have within from the media determines your opinions a lot yeah and the exposure i had growing up means i had a different outlook to my parents who had a different outlook to their parents and so on and so forth and so to have a go at somebody for something they said 10 years ago is counterintuitive because it's about whether they've grown or not not about what they did 10 years ago yeah yeah and as well like media we've talked about this the alt-right pipeline on on youtube like it's so easy for people to be fascists and not even realize like just you know so bigoted and they don't even realize which is crazy like i don't know how you can just be a transphobe and not realize but you know i digress um i think uh i don't really give a shit what you did 10 years ago i care i care now if you're rallying for change there's so many people who put so much effort online into fighting arguing with people for what they did 10 years ago but when it comes to actually showing up to go into the protests to go into the marches you're never there you were never there when it counts you're never signing the petitions you're never donating the money you just want to fucking have a discourse with someone online because you like to argue you don't care about us and our rights just or like you go to there argue. to take fucking take photos. Pictures, <gasps> yes. On Instagram Selfies. because you yes. want to look cute. Oh my God, let me make a cute sign. Oh my God, take a picture. I look so cute. Do I care? No, like shut up. Just end go home. Racism. Don't go. Don't go in the first place. You're not going to just end racism by putting a picture of you with a little sign on Instagram. No, you just care about yourself. <laughs> you don't care about anyone else. You just care about yourself. Sorry, yeah. I really got passionate there, but it really pisses me off. Yeah. See, end of I don't go to Pride not because I'm a transphobe. Um, okay, no, Sophie, you're really making the this case. The police are coming. Can you not I'm hear I'm not a transphobe, by the way. Just I'm not a transphobe, but... Uh, uh, but I don't go to started. I also don't go to Notting Hill Carnival. I don't go to any event where I haven't got quick, easy access to a toilet. So, but, do you know, for me, it's what you do behind closed doors when no one's watching. Yeah. And when you're not posting it on socials, when you're not celebrating, when you're in a room with you and your friend... And someone says something, mm-hmm. how do you deal with it? I that kick for me. Off. Pulling the... people up, pulling people up on this shit. Off. Oh, I kick off. I, I broke up with a guy, yeah, because he was transphobic. Mm-hmm. I broke up with a guy who was transphobic and he he had a good dick, but I'm sorry. Not good enough in to the be bin. a transphobe. No, mm-hmm. I can't. You've ruined it now. You've ruined your penis. Yeah, You've, it's it's just dead now. It's just dead. It's just dead. Like, penis oh. is dead to me. <laughs> so good in bed, but now this isn't a thing anymore. It's such cause... a turn off when someone's a bigot. Oh like, my if God, someone yeah. says a racist joke, I'm like, oh, fuck off, man. Oh, but... yuck, yeah. Ugh. I fell yeah. in love with my boyfriend the day I saw him. He was getting, he was shaking because he was so angry. And I was like, what's wrong? And he'd been sat for half an hour arguing with a transphobe on Facebook. Oh. And I was like, you. I love him. I love you. <laughs> but that should be the standard. That should be the norm, right? For Married. cis white yeah. men Married. to be. Yeah. Should be the norm. It should be the norm. We need yeah. more. Yeah. Should be the bare minimum. He- yeah, should be the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna take my transphobic ass to get some food. No, this is not a thing now. No, yo. <laughs> I love how we ended the episode on yeah. So yeah, I am. <laughs> this is all an illusion. Yeah, people call me a woman hater. Um, because I criticise cis white really? women. Yeah, they do. They're like, you fucking hate women. Now you've dis. It's oh. it's a turf. A turf came in my messages recently and was like, now you've disbanded womanhood. All you want to do is hate women, and it's oh, like, fuck, fuck off. off. You know. Do what? you ever just want to wheel out Bill Burr <laughs> <laughs> to argue on your behalf? No, I'd get James Acaster. I'd get him, my fellow Brummy. I know he'd have my back. <laughs> that was really Brummy as well. Yeah. <laughs> I know he'd have my back. He would. He he would. I'd get him. Oh, I love James Acaster. He could argue for me. James Acaster, if you listen to this, will you come fight some transphobes with me, please? 
pretty it's, it's interesting how um just if there are any turfs listening and getting annoyed at listening you've made it this far congratulations oh, yeah congratulations riled up. suck my non-binary if, nothing <laughs> if, if they're listening wait do you refer to your bits as nothing yeah i mean i have a vagina but like do you not say i have a vagina i mean i do but i d- I don't like it, so I'm just like it's nothing in my brain. I look like a Barbie doll. You don't. I know I this. Like, I like my vagina regularly. Um, so you don't. <laughs> you don't like your vagina. No, I don't. I don't like the fact that I have it. It's it's like dysphoria. Like I look so, at my body and I'm like, oh. Sorry, I've started a new thing here. Can I ask a quick question that might go off on a tangent? And I'm really sorry if it's offensive. <laughs> can I just say? So, you don't like the fact that you have a vagina. Is that right? Yeah, but I don't want a dick. So you see, that's what I was going to ask, and that's when you were saying about like you like don't like looking at yourself because you don't like looking at your boobs is it the fact that i suppose that's trans isn't it when you look at yourself and you want the other not gender the other sexes bits i guess but even then wait it's not even that it's just not being comfortable or not like you wouldn't be comfortable with a a dick either it's just the fact that you see that there we go pennies pennies drop now it's nothing like so trans isn't just people who want to be another sex yeah. it's people who yeah. are just not comfortable in yeah. the gender or sex that they were assigned in yeah um i could be wrong there so don't quote me uh-huh. um but yeah no i just don't want a dick but i don't want a vagina like so I, do you I look not at, want sex i no, i like sex sex is good but like so you're I don't, so horny all the time i don't like this is the thing that i don't like when he touches like when he eats me out i'm like this is cool and it's it's turning me on but it also so... feels because I'll, I'll it'll feel nice, but then I'll remember. Oh my god, I have a vagina. Ew. So Ew. how would you then get? Oh, sorry, this is probably this is probably too no. Far. I, r- I rubbed my clip. I... Okay, I'm, I'm cool. totally. I know. I know. It's like world... I feel so comfortable with you. I was like, I was like, whoa, okay, she's being recorded. <laughs> the whole sorry. world has heard me getting slapped in the face with a dick. But this is like non-binary people having sex is a whole other conversation because not everybody's right. comfortable with their body, and I'm definitely not. Like, I don't mind my boobies. My boobies are my boobies because I've met men with boobies. So yeah. yeah. Um, and that's not like me taking a dig at like um trans men i mean actual i mean actual no i was gonna say trans men i meant cis men who who just yeah. have yeah boobs because they've just got like very large a chest area um yeah that wasn't me saying that yeah. trans men are women um yeah. but yeah no i i like I've got lost I've, oh. Who's who let the dogs out who let the dogs out remix Right, I said, I said, I said. Get the um, car alarm going as well. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I mean, sex in itself is just a whole thing, I guess. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, there's something called gender envy. I don't like to use this term a lot because, like, non-binary people a lot of the time get imposter syndrome. And I mm. also like, I don't know how I comfortable I feel calling myself trans because I don't want to take that space away from transgender people like non-binary is under the spectrum of trans but also like you know non- um, transgender people deserve their own space and I'm sure transgender people are going to come in and be like yeah when it's fine but like in my brain I just don't want to take anybody's space um but like there's a, a term used in the trans community in general called gender envy where you see someone or you see something and you're like oh, I want that I want that and I see Barbie dolls or Oompa Loompas. This is such a fucking weird tangent, but you can't tell me what the gender of an Oompa Loompa is and I look at them and I'm like, I want to be you so bad and it makes me so uncomfortable that you are the gender envy for me. But I look at either Barbie dolls who don't have a vagina or 
Oompa Loompas. So much going on in my brain right now. <laughs> so so much I, I think you, I think this is supposed to be gender for dummies. And I feel like I've hit my dummy wall. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> saying this. I feel like I can just feel myself with my mouth open. I'm no, like, but like, can you tell me what gender an umpalumpa is? I would say they were the male. Little males, no, yeah. there's not male gender umpalumpas. But are. how would you know? How would you know? How would you know? How would you know? That what tells you that they're are you a man? You googling what gender an umpalumpa is, Sophie? No, but they like they just look like like they've got the hair. That gives you a bit more like feminine girly vibes, but then they've got the face structure of men, and it's like, but what are they? Listen. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Listen, I'm cool, going through cool, a lot. Cool, cool, cool. Going through a lot. Some people have normal gender envies, but mine are umpalimpas, and I'll take that. And you know what? That's fine. <laughs> that's cool. That's that's what you're feeling. Yeah. That's what you're feeling. Yeah. And I like the vibes they're giving off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Do you know what? That's the point I'm at with um, a lot of non-binary things because I've researched it and I've really struggled to understand it and you really helped me open up my way of thinking. But I've I've always just been like, cool. I don't understand it, but yeah, cool. Cool. That's where you're at. That's where you're at. I'm here here to support you. Cool. Tell me what to do to support you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I don't think uh, we really have words of wisdom. I think, Yasmin, you should give us words of wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, words of wisdom are, if you have, because I'm sure a lot of people who are cis are probably listening to this and they have a trans friend. They have somebody who's transgender, who's non-binary, who, whatever they identify as, it's not a man, it's not a woman. And they're like, how do I, how do I go about this? Because I get asked this a lot. I get mm. asked, how do I go about this? How do I, like, be an ally? And the best thing to do is don't bombard them with questions. You know, be respectful, set boundaries, and just treat them like a normal human being. Don't treat them like they're this weird alien thing and you don't understand it. Like, as long as you try and be respectful and you try and understand them. And you treat me how Sophie and Alex have treated... Um, you treat them how Sophie and Alex have treated me today, then you're pretty set. Because as long as you're trying and you're being as respectful as possible and you're listening and you're understanding and you're not speaking over them, that's as much as you can do. But the first step is just listening and trying to understand. I think that's a good place to end. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a great place to Ooh. end. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Just ask someone what their boundaries are and you can yeah. take that information yeah. and put it to all of life and then Ooh. your relationships Everything. will become less toxic. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Boundaries. Whoop, whoop. All about the boundaries. That's it. Goodbye. Oh, no. Follow us on socials. (laughs) We wear black pod um, over on um, at I am Sophie K on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Um, at Alex Holcomb on Instagram and on Twitter. uh, And I'm at Yasmin Suman X on uh, Twitter and TikTok and at Yasmin Suman on Instagram. And you can follow our podcast uh, at We Wear Black Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. We cause chaos. Join us next week. Join us. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please like, rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Heavy Network, the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.